0: I'm sorry.
1: Hi, my name is Steve Bartlett and welcome to Fight Back. It's Wednesday night, seven o'clock, and you know what we do here. A couple of weeks ago, I had congressional candidate uh, from the Democratic Party, Robert Tager, as my guest, and we had a hell of a conversation. But uh, the show cut us off and we had a lot to talk about. So he's been kind enough to come back tonight so we can finish talking about uh, this next uh, upcoming race here in Pasco and Pinellas County. And I'm here with uh, Robert Tager. Hey. How you doing? Good. How you doing, Steve? Thanks for coming back. Absolutely. Now, we talked about a lot of issues last time you were here, but there's a lot of stuff we didn't talk about, so I want to jump to it really quick. Okay? Jump. Now, you have two candidates going right now for the election. When's the election? Um, the primary is the 28th of this month. Okay. And what are the names of your two opponents? Hunter and Perennick Okay. Going for the Democratic Party. Correct. Now, I've gone to their websites. I read about their issues, and to me, it seems as if... Mr. Hunter doesn't really get specific about what he's for and what he's against. Correct. You, on the other hand, have a tendency of speaking whatever is on your mind, that you don't hide away from your beliefs or your feelings. But I'm consistent. You are consistent. So I want to actually go through the list of actual issues to find out what your views are so that anyone watching the show knows exactly what you believe in. Okay? So let's go through these. Uh, Right now, in the state of Florida, if you're a convicted felon, you're not allowed to vote. What do you think about that?
2: should be restored upon completion of your incarcerative sentence.
1: Automatically or should you have petition for it?
2: Automatically, and I think it should be for everybody. Okay. Uh, murderers, uh, just across the board. You, you could, pay
1: your debt to society, you're
2: allowed to vote. Correct. I, one, one of the issues I have with the constitutional amendment is that it requires that you complete your sentence. Part of the sentence, though, is monetary fines for a lot of people. Drug trafficking, for instance, 50000 250000 The government could say, well, they didn't pay the 50000 so they haven't completed their sentence, therefore they don't get to vote.
1: If felons were allowed to vote, George W. Bush never would have become president of the United States. Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, the statistics show that because of that close election by excluding mostly African-American voters who were allegedly convicted felons, because a lot of the people on the list really weren't convicted felons.
2: You know, my issue with the, with banning convicted felons from voting is this. We expect them when they finish their probation, the jail or their prison sentence, we expect them to work pay taxes and live lawfully if they have to pay taxes remember 200 plus years ago we had that little that little skirmish uh you know no taxation without representation right if they're required to work and pay taxes and we expect them to they should have a vote on who makes the laws regarding those taxes right if they're expected to live in our society attend our schools working there's no
1: asterisk in the constitution saying that you don't you only have a right to vote if you follow all these other rules or if you're
2: white Okay. Yeah, we did away with that. Okay, speaking about ele- uh, voting rights, what do you think about the concept of closed primaries? I hate closed primaries. Um, I think closed primaries is one of the reasons that we are in the position we're in. Um, I have a lot of support from NPAs, non-party affiliates. Or non-part- yeah. They're not allowed to vote in closed primaries. So they have no say as to who's on the ballot for the no election. Say. So and when the regular election comes in November, they will only have to the choice between the Republican nominee, and the democrat nominee based on who the democrats select the problem is is that we as taxpayers pay for the entire election process should republicans be able to vote in democratic primaries or just independents? the the independent party doesn't exist anymore well people who are not members of either party should they
1: be able to vote in both or just
2: they should have to declare one party or the other for purposes of voting when it's that time to vote when they go to the booth they should say i want to vote in the republican primary or i want to vote in the Democrat primary. Democrats should be stuck in the Democrat lane. Republicans in the Republican lane. NPAs can choose which of the two parties they wish to vote. Okay, in. But right now they're not allowed to vote in either. They're not allowed to vote in either. Okay. Uh, Florida is a right
1: to work state, which sure. means it's an anti-union state. Right. Okay. What do you think about that?
2: I think it's horrible. And it was interesting because that was a constitutional provision. I think it was uh, in the 70s or the 80s that it was passed. Um, I think it's terrible. I think that if you want to work in a non-union shop, go get a job in a non-union shop. The problem is, is that people who want to organize and unionize are prohibited from doing it because of the right to work laws. For instance, like teachers. Teachers are unions, but they're prohibited by a, diff- by a different constitutional provision that prohibits them from striking. Should they be allowed to strike? Absolutely. Right now, if they strike, what happens is they risk losing their certificate for teaching, their retirement, all their benefits, and their job. And, you know, right now they're taken for granted in Hillsborough.
1: The Constitution the, says that it's against the law, that slavery is against the law. Telling somebody that they must work or else they're going to be punished, isn't that a form of slavery?
2: Yeah, but that's a weak argument because they just say, well, you could have picked a different different profession. The, the issue is much deeper than that, though, because you have a right under the Constitution to form unions. You have a right to associate. And right to work laws destroy that ability. Because what they say is, well, yes, you have a right to organize and to unionize. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we have to only hire you. right? We can bring in non-union people and bust your union up. And that's what they do.
1: Do you agree that the reason that wages have stagnated over the last 20
2: years is because of the decline in unions? Yes. If you look at the charts, as the unions have declined in power and in range, so have the the middle class income um, has stagnated, as well as jobs have gone overseas. The unions warned with NAFTA that we were going to lose jobs, they were 100% right, and we should have listened to them.
1: One last question before the break. Um, are you for increasing the minimum wage? Yes. How much?
2: Well, I think $15, well, it has to be based on region, but I think $15 for this region is a good is a good amount. The issue is how do we do it? Number one, I'd like to see the union strong and have them push for that. But the other issue is we can't have small businesses forced to pay $15 an hour. Tomorrow, because they'll go bankrupt. So you'll gradually increase Gradually increase for the small businesses. The larger companies have to do it immediately.
1: Okay, well, we've got to go on break right now. Uh, When we come back, we'll talk about some more issues. Do you believe that women should have a constitutional right to have an abortion if they choose?
2: Yes. You think there
1: should be any restrictions on no. Harvey Wade? No. Okay. It's, it's, right. it's, it's,
2: it's her body. It's her right. You know, what? it's funny. <laughs> During the debate about the Affordable Care Act, you know, the anti, you know, the anti affordable care act, we're all up, up in arms keep the government out of the out of the examination room. Keep the right. government out of the mm-hmm. patient doctor relationship. Right. But for some reason with abortion that hasn't trans- transcended over. For some reason with abortion it's okay to have a government interfering. Who gets contraceptives? It seems it's okay to have the government interfere in that. Yes, it is a woman's right um, to choose whether or not she wants to be a parent. Speaking
1: of healthcare, last
2: time you were on you said
1: that you're for Medicare for all.
2: Correct. Okay. Uh, what do you But think I about? also want a public option because medicare for all will take a minimum of five to seven years to implement
1: okay so somewhere in between what we have now before we get to the promised land you want to have a public
2: option we fight for medicare for all but at the same time we fight for a medicare public option let me buy in that people buy into medicare so while we're waiting for medicare for all to open up People that want to get in can buy into Medicare. Speaking of Medicare. And, Speaking of Medicare. and let me just okay. finish. And the, affor- and the subsidies that are available for the Affordable Care Act for those that are impoverished, they can use those subsidies for the Medicare buy-in. And you raise the level of poverty so more people qualify for those subsidies. Go ahead.
1: Paul Ryan and Gus Bill Bilirakis were for taking Medicare and turning it into a private type of business they're still what do you what's your opinion on that
2: I think it's horrible I I don't I'm against privatization of government function it doesn't save money and it doesn't create better outcomes
1: Are you for raising the age of retirement for social security
2: no, I'm opposed to it and I'd like to see the age for Medicare gradually start dropping down
1: Okay well right we've already talked about that right. Uh speaking of social security right now Donald Trump pays the exact same amount of money not percentage, but the exact dollar amount is a person making $128,000 a year in Social Security taxes. What is Social Security, 7%? Yes. Okay, but a billionaire pays the exact dollar amount, well, which it's, means it's,
2: they're at a much lower percentage. It's split between the employer and the employee. Do you think they should remove that $128,000 yes. cap? It needs to be raised to at least $200,000 uh, per person, 400000 I was looking at two fifty. I don't care what the amount is. It needs to be raised up. Marijuana, do you think it should be illegal? Illegal make it illegal recreational as well recreational for those people I debate between 18 and 21 I'm kind of resting towards the 21 and older like alcohol but I think it should be a um, I think it should be recreationally legal and I think people should be permitted to grow it themselves and if they choose not to they could buy it from the dispensaries that are opening up now
1: here's something that a lot of people don't know they think they don't realize that in states like Florida it is not against the law to discriminate against someone because they're gay. Sure. I can legally tell my employees, you're fired, I found out you're a homosexual. That's legal because there's no constitutional protections on the federal level for gay rights. What's your opinion about that?
2: Um, for the entire, it's not just gay, it's the L- LGBT, you know, Q or A, whatever the, the f- acronym is these days. None of them are protected they not from employment discrimination, not from lodging discrimination, not from housing discrimination. And you think that should I, be that way? No, I think it should be changed. I think that they should all be, that the, um, oh, the um, Civil Rights Act needs to be amended. They need to be included in it to prohibit discrimination like that. I mean, they could be refused lodging at a hotel room here in Florida. They could be refused a job. They could refuse service. And it's just, you know, housing is something everybody needs. It shouldn't be based on discriminatory because
1: legally I can tell my employees you're fired you're gay if I wanted to and there's nothing they can do about it Uh, climate change
2: is that real or is it fiction it's real I'm a native Floridian born and raised here I can tell you it is hotter each and every summer Uh, there's no question I go down the east coast frequently I see the king tide is getting higher and higher high tides are getting higher and higher I see it occurring here as well water coming up from storm drains during certain um, high tide seasons it's it's real, and you know it's part of the uh, red tide epidemic that we're having now. Each year, it gets worse and worse. Um, you know, the rain is more free, is heavier. We have heavier drainage, more phosphates and, nit- and nitrogen getting into the water, creating the algae blooms, which then come into the red tide, killing off all the fish. And we're a tourist state. I mean, we are killing our only industry that remains, which is tourism.
1: Yeah, you don't like paying state income tax. Well, get rid of the tourist industry and see what happens without state income
2: tax It's all the bed taxes at the hotels. It's the taxes at Disney. You know, this is what the state runs on, and we're killing it. Speaking about taxes, I know that you are for
1: uh, giving tax breaks or allowing people to write off the interest they put on credit cards. Correct. Um, Concerning other tax issues, do you think that we should repeal the new tax provision that was passed by Congress? Yes, and do you think, as opposed to just going back to the way it was, do you think
2: taxes should be raised on any part of our Ta- society? Taxes should be raised on, you know, I don't want to say the top percent. I, I don't like doing it that way. Our tax structure is messed up. Number one, we need to get rid of all these tax breaks for corporations. Corporations need to pay their fair share of the taxes. Um, I like the idea of a flat tax on corporations. We just say this is what you pay 20% on all your income and that's it. Um but for instance people normal people you and me we should be able to deduct all health care costs without itemizing or anything else the cost for our insurance the copays, pays the deductibles prescription drugs credit cards interest on revolving credit um i think that capital gains taxes need to be increased in this way when stocks are first issued that should be a low capital gains tax. That should be fifteen percent because people are risking their money. But if you're gambling in the stock market,
1: well, hold that's on. What you're doing.
2: But at, right after it hits the secondary market, once it's sold, right, and it's sold and it's sold again, then it should go up back to twenty eight percent.
1: Right, some trust fund baby who's living off of their. I don't care if it's trust a trust account,
2: fund baby or somebody who's they should, been saving. They should, the, they should pay higher tax
1: rate than a person who's busting their ass working for a living.
2: Correct. The, the people making money off of their own money shouldn't pay less than the guy digging the ditches. Correct.
1: Okay, let's talk about immigration.
2: Okay. What do you think about the Dreamers? Um, I think they need to receive citizenship.
1: What about anybody who's here, came here illegally but hasn't broken the law? Should they be eligible to become a citizen?
2: I have issues with, with becoming citizens for them. What I would like to see is that they get three years, two or three years to document. Once they get fully documented and they pay their tax, they get permanent resident status. Should they be barred from being
1: a citizen or should they be able I mean, to eventually become a citizen? They,
2: there will be a path to citizenship. I just don't know what that is yet. But I don't want to see them automatically get citizenship for several reasons. Number one, they did break our laws coming here. Right. But they've lived amongst us. They, they're educated in our schools. They work. They do all the things they should. And we should allow them to stay as permanent residents. As a permanent resident, they don't get to vote. So that's a concession to the Republicans and the people that are against it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's it. And then we create a path to citizenship. You know, if you're here 10, 15, 20 years, no law violations, you pay pay your taxes, then that could be a path to the citizenship. Okay, so it shouldn't be an easy path, but there should be a path eventually. There should be a path to citizenship, yes. After convicted felons, you know, if it's a violent felony, we just can't have them. Sure. Deport them. Correct. Right. And people who don't um, document within the two or three years. No, I'm, they talking get co- I'm talking about people who came here illegally but have been law-abiding citizens while they live they here. They should absolutely get legal status in this country of permanent resident and then with a path to get citizenship.
1: And a lot of people don't understand the reasons for that. And like, for instance, one thing that I'm for is people being able to get driver's licenses if they live here. Even if they're not here legally because in order to get insurance on their vehicle, they have to have a driver's license. Right. And the problem is, if someone's here illegally and you get in a car accident and they're not insured, then the poor American citizen who gets hit by someone who's not here legally, they have no money to pay for themselves. And it's
2: not just that, but it's also the fact that they're exploited. If they're undocumented, they're afraid to go to the police if they're raped, if they're put on for human trafficking, if they're used as a mule to transport and drugs. And they're willing to work for less than minimum wage, and that drives wages down. Now, that's the real problem. See, companies that hire undocumented people are not punished my theory they should be punished with the fine the first time second time a much larger fine third time somebody goes to prison you do that enough Walmart won't be hiring the undocumented 7-elevens won't hire the undocumented but you do that in conjunction with getting everybody documented do you think the government spends right now the federal government spends too much money on the fence uh, they spend too much money on just about everything except social important programs I think out the budget now um the actual it was seven hundred, I think seven hundred and fifty um, billion, But I believe the real number is over one trillion because there's a lot of defense spending right. that right. isn't included within right. the budget. And, and
1: I told someone today, I said, I said, I said, if we actually took our defense budget and our education budget and switched them so that what we're paying for education is what we're currently paying for defense, and vice versa, our country would be so much better off economically, and you know what? We'll be safer as well. Right. We really would be because our biggest threat isn't from people coming into our country and invading us. Our biggest threat is on the streets themselves. And if we spent money on health care, specifically mental health care, violence would go down, crime would go down, people would be healthier.
2: But uh, you know, what do you think? Our country's demise will be from within its own borders. It will be the lack of education, the lack of ability to compete overseas, the lack of ability to have clean water to drink, clean air to breathe. To, it's we are damaging ourselves. Our children are not being educated. Are you for universal background checks on firearms? Yeah, but that's uh, such a uh, it's an answer to nothing. But yes, I support that. How about banning assault weapons? Yes. Okay. Um, well, okay. But, okay. But you have to define the assault weapon. Okay. Because there are assault weapons that are, that are there are weapons that are used just like an assault rifle. Okay. We got we have we got to go to
1: break. We got to go to break. We'll see you and we'll finish this discussion and uh, right after this. Welcome back to Fight Back. Mr. Tager, yes. you have a person that you're running against named Chris Hunter. Correct. I never met Mr. Hunter. He was a, He's a federal prosecutor. He was. Right. And uh, I pulled up some of the stuff that he's for on his website. And let me read some of it to you. He says that, like you, I believe in America. I believe in all that unites us together as Americans. Our shared American values arise from our hopes for our families, our future, and our country. And I can keep reading this crap for the next 10 minutes. And that's all it's going to be. It's all, you know, it's all flowery language, but he doesn't hit any nuts and bolts. You have given me specific answers to specific questions. I can't see anything specific on his website about any issues. He says he's for good jobs. He's for American apple pie, but he doesn't ever say whether he's Pro life or pro choice. Right. He doesn't say whether he's for raising taxes. He doesn't say his positions on guns or any issues. Abortion. Or abortion or anything. But here's the question the Democratic Party right now seems to be throwing all of its money and high level endorsements behind him. The St. Petersburg Times and other news agencies, the mainstream media, is saying that he's the favorite over you in the election, even though I have never seen any polling that's ever been done that shows that he's the favorite or why they assume that he's more likely to beat you it's a front why runner. is that
2: happening why is he the front runner he, they call him the front runner because he raises the most money here's the way it works they handpick him who did the democratic party they contacted the local party heads do you know anybody that should run i was already in the race um he was beginning to join and become involved in one of the parties and he knows a lot of congress people um or people in the government When I first met Chris, he had asked me to drop out of the race. He said, you know, he has the support of the party. They're going to give him all the money. Um, And there's no point in me staying in the race. Do you think that's right that the party should choose who the candidates are as opposed to the public? No, but see, this is what happens. They pick him. They give him money. Then they start the narrative. He raises the most money. Therefore, he's the one most likely to win. They don't say that most of his money... 2% 2% of his money comes from within the district. The rest come from outside of the district. Where's your money coming from? Uh, all within the district. Well, I have a sister in New Jersey. She's giving me some. But Do you have any political, uh, any PACs giving you money? Nope.
1: Any big corporations or big multimillionaire donors anonymously giving you money through dark, nope. through dark money
2: or anything nope, like that? No, but he does have a lot of law firms that are giving him money. One of them supported or defended. Um, Shell Oil Company for a big oil spill. I think it was in Africa. And, I mean, he's getting money. He, he's not getting money from PACs, except Stanley Hoyer's PAC, who's the minority whip. I know but, w- he, but he's receiving a lot of money from law firms that are involved in the lobbying and in representing those groups that I disagree with.
1: Now, they've also basically assumed that he's a uh, blue dog Democrat or a more moderate conservative type he Democrat. He is a
2: conservative. But he doesn't say that on his website. Correct. And in fact, on his website, he's trying to pull off the fact, he's trying to be everything to everyone. He's, he's a conservative Democrat, but he's trying to play to the progressive base. Okay. And what he's doing is, for instance, the the, the endorsement from the St. Pete Times said that Chris Hunter is the ideal Democrat for this conservative District 12. But Chris Hunter on his endorsement announcement says, the St. Pete Times said, I am the ideal Democrat. He doesn't say anything else about the conservative district. Right. So he's being very deceptive. And do you think it's do you think it's wrong to deceive the voters? I do. I mean, people might not like you. They might say, I disagree with Tager on these issues. But at least you have the guts to say what you stand for. Or I'm bombastic. Or I'm confrontational. Okay. But I, this is what I do. Look, it's time we start fighting for what's right. Democrats have for too long. We roll over. We play dead. Schumer said, we'll shut down the government. Then he backed down. We got nothing out of it. No yeah. vote for the Dreamers. We need to... The
1: one thing about Republicans, they all have the guts to say that they're conservatives and they all bend over backwards saying which one's the more crazy right wing conservative over the next. Every single one of them. But Democrats are afraid to call themselves liberal. They're afraid to call themselves progressive.
2: Over 80% of the population wants a Medicare for All or some other universal type health care. Over 67% of Republicans want the exact same thing. The Democratic Party is endorsing every single candidate that is opposed to a universal health care, single payer, or any other kind of universal. And they're so
1: afraid that they're going to piss off the moderate Republicans who might be tempted, but they're going to be so afraid ideologically to vote for a Democrat. So they want to get the most vanilla mediocre, non-confrontational Democrat they
2: can find. Most of the Republicans I've spoken to love my idea of a Medicare buy-in. It's not my idea. It's been around before, but they love the idea of a Medicare buy-in. It doesn't affect your right to buy on the private marketplace. It adds competition to the marketplace and it's a cheaper alternative to the marketplace. There's nothing wrong with it. You're not forcing anybody into it. You're not forcing anybody to buy it. You're not taking away anybody else's choices. It is a great idea that Republicans like as much as NPAs and Democrats. But do you think the Democrats Party is screwing you right now. I think they're screwing all of us. I mean, you think it's you think. I don't think that they're out to get Tager. No, but I think that they're out to win. I think that they would prefer to lose a seat than to have a progressive Democrat threaten their power structure. Why else do they refuse to embrace? A single payer or a universal or a Medicare public because option. Because I think if they play middle
1: of the road, then they're going to win the election. That's what they want. And the truth is, regardless of how middle of the road a Democrat is, the Republicans are going to say that you're a communist extreme left-winger. For
2: 30 years, we have lost over a 1,000 seats throughout the states, of you know, the the state houses and state Senate. We have lost um, both houses. of the, We've lost the House and the Senate this time. We are always losing Wasserman Schultz you know, I'm not going to get into the whole Bernie thing, but people need to vote, not based on who has the most money, but whose ideals they believe in. The
1: reason Trump became president in part is because they didn't like the way Bernie was treated. They thought that the game was rigged with the superdelegates and the way they created the rules to ensure that Hillary Clinton would win. And a lot of progressives, a lot of people sat home in the election
2: because they were mad at they were being treated. Not just that, though, but what did Hillary offer? The same, same corporate Democrat... Positions there were no left positions with Hillary.
1: So I have to go because we only have like 20 seconds left But you do agree that it's time for both Democrats and Republicans to agree on one thing And that is America before party
2: country before party. That's my logo. That's my slogan I've been told to change it I refuse to change it every decision I make will be based on what is good for the country and my district now look people you
1: might not like tagger But you know what you need to do? You need to be an American and vote, damn it. Too many people lost their lives for this great country for you to sit at home and not vote. Do your duty and go vote, okay? See you next week on Fight Back.
2: August 28th.